Politics Central. <laughs> and uh, let's get to it, Bevo. Uh, Judith Collins has delivered a speech, and this was yesterday, claiming that Labour are introducing two separate systems to run New Zealand. The Labour government document, Hapuapua, contemplates a separate Māori parliament or upper house able to veto any decision of the New Zealand parliament. So my message to Labour is this. New Zealand cannot and will not accept the implementation of two systems by stealth. To explain more, she joins us now. It's National Party leader Judith Collins. Thank you so much for being on the programme. Oh, good afternoon, Tim and Tim. Now, you've used your keynote speech to warn that the government's heading down a dangerous path on race relations. Why is that? Because the government is actually heading us on a dangerous path on race relations. We have uh, a government that since the election has implemented Maori wards and seats without ever campaigning on it and rushing it through urgency in Parliament. No referendum, no ability of the public to even have a say in a select committee. Now we have the government's Maori Health Authority, which is uh, gives a veto power across all of the general health budget, that's $20 billion. That was also not campaigned on. And these are both parts of a report called Hapuapua, which the government has not uh, released fully, although we've got a copy of it and we've now released it. Uh, There's a full plan here which would end up with a separatist system in New Zealand and particularly uh, concerning is that around governance with a Māori parliament with a veto power over everyone else's parliament. Of course, it's simply not acceptable. Of course, the, rep- the report is one thing, but how do we know that that's going to translate into government policy? Well, we've seen the evidence, haven't we? And the evidence is, is that uh, two of those particular recommendations from the Te Pupua report have already been, uh, one has been implemented already by the government under urgency, which is the Māori wards and local government, and the second is has already been agreed to by the government, which is this Māori Health Authority with a veto power across all of general health funding uh, and policy. And that is already, those two things already in the report uh, okay, so is the issue is the issue that this is creating two New Zealands, or do you actually think that this would fail Maori? Because we know that Maori dominate the wrong kinds of stats, so something has to be done. Well, this is not the thing to do. That's not just that. It's the fact this is a matter of principle, and the principle is that we get health out to the regions and to the people who need it. We don't have to have an entire co-governance system. And if the government has this plan that it wants to have co-governance across the entire country and the whole of the public service and system, then they need to front up and tell the public this. If that is not the plan, then why has the Māori Health Authority with a veto power mm. against against all of the rest of the public health budget been agreed to by Jacinda Ardern's government? So front up, tell us what the truth is, and then actually do what you say you're going to do. Not many people would argue that Māori are disproportionately represented in in many negative statistics. So how would we address, um, without two separate systems, how would we address the iniquities which might have been caused by past breaches of the treaty? Well, I think what's really clear is that we have to target resources. We also have to target programmes that best uh, best, uh, able to deal with the issues in any particular communities, uh, and in particular Māori. That's why we supported Whānau Ora, 
That's why we support things like the thousand days, first thousand days policy for all Kiwi kids. Um, Is it Fano or a separatism? No, not at all. It's actually about a different way of being able to target some resources. That's not Fano never had a veto power across the whole of family uh, services. This is simply far too far that this government is moving us to a veto power term against the whole of the $20 billion health budget. It's in the cabinet paper from Andrew Little. It's been agreed to by Jacinda Ardern, and I'm asking her to front up, own up to this, and tell us what else she's got in plan. So what is the role of the treaty going ahead? Is it fit for purpose for the next 20 or 30 years? Well, the treaty is the treaty. It is not something that's ever said anything about co-governance. It is not something that's ever said, well, there's a veto power. Uh, Groups of New Zealand, particularly those who are Maori, it is actually about um, freedom of speech, freedom of rights, freedom of property rights. It's about equal citizenship. It's an excellent treaty. The issue is, is that the government has gone down a path of separatism and that separatism is going to destroy what most people think New Zealand should be, which is actually everyone working together, understanding the treaty and understanding that it acknowledges and respects people's rights. Everyone has rights under the law. It does not set up a separate system, and nor should it. Okay. It was national that first backed to Kohanga Reo, uh, first funded yes. Kura Kaupapa. Uh, also, uh, we mentioned Fano Ora, but but aren't those things merely the targeting uh, that you're talking about, or are they the separatism that you're talking about? No, they're absolutely targeting, and it's giving people choice in the way in which services are delivered. So uh, Kura Kaupapa, uh, Kohanga Reo, are very focused on um, particularly Maori families, but not entirely. Um, there are some... Pākehā families I'm very well aware of who send their children to Kurokopapa and uh, Kahangareo because they want them to be immersed in the Māori language. Um, well, that's up to them. It's no no compulsion there. And the other thing is is that there's no way Kahangareo or Kurokopapa has a have a veto power across the rest of the education system. We simply have to have an honest discussion with New Zealanders, and people need to know if the government is planning what is clearly already happening under their watch, in particular this term of government, without the public having a say on it, people have a right to know what they're up to. They have a right to know where's the end game here. Are you concerned with comparisons uh, with the Don Brash's sort of failed um, motto of iwi, kiwi, uh, that sort of campaign? Are you you concerned that people are just going to look at it as a hark back to Oriwa? I actually think that um, it's very lazy journalism for anyone to go down that path. We've seen a couple of commentators who seem to think that they knew what was in my speech when clearly they didn't. Um, I think it's it's really important that my speech and I acknowledge the treaty and its role in New Zealand. And I also acknowledge that it's not what these people uh, from the Labour government are trying to make it be. It is not that. It is actually about bringing people together, not separating people out. And treaty breaches were in relation, uh, were you know acknowledged. That doesn't mean to say that we now go and 
create some sort of veto power. Okay. Uh, the, there is the, no right to, there should never be a right to a veto over this. Yeah, and, the, and, and it, seem, it seems that the veto is, is a major issue for you. I just want to ask you, there's a percentage of New Zealanders who believe that Maori get too much preferential treatment, and we hear from them a lot on Talkback. What would you say to those people if they're listening right now? What I'll say to those people is that um, this separatist line that the government is taking is not actually ever going to help Māori. It is not going to help anybody in New Zealand. What it will see is a lot of people who actually want to get on in life and do well. How nervous are you about, about appealing to people who, who are essentially racist? Well, I, I don't, I'm not trying to appeal to anybody who is racist. What I am doing is telling the truth. I am a lawyer. I look at the documents. I look at the evidence. The evidence is clear. The government had a it's commissioned through its cabinet this Pua Pua report. It has now started to implement it without giving New Zealanders, New Zealanders a full look at it. And we have simply been able to obtain a copy because of a leak from government. And that document is now on the National Party website. If anyone doubts what I'm saying, go to that and look at the speech. Well, the obvious example that you're referring to is, of course, the Māori Health Authority. Will you get rid of it if you get yes. elected? Yes, absolutely. No, to, no, no. ifs, buts, maybe. No, it's gone. It is simply not the way in order to actually promote better health. Better health does not come from yet another government bureaucracy in Wellington with a veto power. Uh, across all of the $20 billion of public health money that New Zealand taxpayers are paying. It is simply not acceptable, and we will not support it, and we will get rid of it. Politics Central.